everyone, welcome to Studio RC, an encouragement for your faith as well as your recovery. My name is Pastor Max. I am an alcoholic and want to encourage you uh, through this podcast. And we're so glad that you're here. We're going to start examining the fruit of the Spirit. And the fruit of the Spirit is a, just gives us a lot of examples and the, the, the fruit itself very much correlates to many of the things that we seek and hope to find in our recovery. So each week we'll look at a different fruit. We'll begin with an overview and then take on each fruit each week. This beginning will be the same each week and then we'll go right into the fruit that we're going to examine. And this will take us multiple weeks over the next month and a half or so uh, as we examine the fruit each week. Let me start out with the scripture. The fruit of the Spirit comes from the Bible verse verses from Galatians 5, 22 to 23. Now let me read these to you, and this is where we get the fruit of the Spirit. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, now, forbearance is also known as patience or long-suffering, but in the NIV it says forbearance. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there are no law. There is no law. Let me read that one more time, and this is, comes from Galatians 5. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. And uh, this was written in a letter by Paul to the Galatians. And he was, in this uh, letter, he was talking about freedom and the freedom that comes from knowing Jesus. What's very interesting about the fruit of the Spirit is these items are things we need to be produced in us to come out of us. We talk about so often, you know, in step one about being powerless, and then we have a higher power, God, who comes in and fills that, that void of powerlessness. That, that same relationship is how the fruit of the Spirit gets produced in us. We need the Spirit to produce these fruit so that we can truly extend them to others. When we have things like love, joy, and peace, they're not things that we've created. They're things that the, the Spirit has created in us and goes through us, which I think is very interesting. I think we sometimes really try to take these on ourselves. So without further ado, we're going to do a timer just like we did in our previous uh, RC Values uh, series. And that seemed to work really well. And we'll, we'll, we'll get each week. Um, I'll have 12 minutes to talk about the particular fruit of that particular week and how it coordinates both with our faith and recovery. And with that, we'll go to our next installment of our looks at the fruit of the spirit for Studio RC. In this episode, we are going to tackle the eighth fruit of the spirit, which is gentleness, gentleness, um, the act of being gentle. Uh, so before uh, we get started, I'm ready to jump in here. We better put the time on the clock. 
keep me honest, keep me uh, within the parameters. So we'll put the 12 minutes on the clock and away we go. Gentleness, that act of being gentle. It's the opposite of being harsh, cruel, or unyielding. Gentleness is a key trait of God toward us. Thank heaven <laughs> that God is gentle toward us. I, I, uh, I, I just think of God's example to us. We, we are meant to love, to be kind, to be gentle. Um, it tells us in Proverbs 15.1, A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Even the strongest of actions can be done in gentleness. And I, I think of that, that power under, uh, under restraint is sometimes gentleness. Now, when you think of gentleness, what, what do you think of? I think gentleness is often confused with weakness. Um, as, I, as I prepared for this again and again, um, every time I was reading and studying, it said, gentleness is not weakness. Um, it takes strength of character and a knowledge of who we are in Jesus to turn the other cheek or to pray for an adversary. Like it, it tells us, if we have a resentment, it tells us in the, in the big book, we pray for them for two weeks. That, 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 that takes strength. That doesn't, that's not a weakness. Those who know just how strong they are do not need to prove their strength to anyone. Otherwise, it's ego. Um, it's kind of like uh, I was taught that um, if I ever share my anniversary, how long I've been sober, and it's not to help or encourage somebody else, it's ego. You don't need to say, just so you know, I want you to know how long I've been sober. Um, that, that doesn't prove our, our strength. Sometimes it, it shows our weakness by saying, oh, did I tell you? Did I tell you? Did I tell you? Um, our actions should reflect what our, our faith and our recovery is. Um, now, if someone is new and, and, and you share, hey, I just want you to know, I was where you are, and today I'm X amount of sober. Just to, You can do it too. That's different than saying, oh, did I tell you? I'm uh, X years sober, so I know a lot. Um, that's the opposite of what we're going for. That power and inner strength that we have from Jesus, it allows us to exhibit gentleness and kindness. Gentleness is a product of strength that is expressed in kindness. I'm going to say that one again. I love that gentleness is this product of, of strength but it's expressed in kindness. I, I think of uh, whether it's the monster movies or, you know, where you have this big creature, whether it's, you know, Godzilla or one of the, you know, uh, uh, King Kong, you know, and invariably they, they have this unbelievable, unbridled strength, but they, they always have this gentleness uh, toward, you know, a so, like a human or, or, you know, one of the protagonists. Um, and that, that's that picture of what gentleness is. And it's gentleness is the opposite of being harsh, overbearing. Um, I think of some of our uh, 
of my own shortcomings when I first got here. I had a lot of sharp edges. And, you know, we ask God to remove our shortcomings so that we can be more useful. But I find that what God has done mostly in my life, rather than remove them, as they say, root and branch, God softens them. He kind of takes uh, some of the edges off so that I'm not as harsh, so I'm not as overbearing, so my, my character defects don't jab. But instead I can show just a moniker of gentleness in interacting with others. Now, this this is a Greek noun. It's pronounced praeotias. I struggle with these Greek words, but... Um, What's interesting is it's uh, used 11 times in the New Testament, so it's not used a lot. Um, but this gentle, gentleness, this mild friendliness is a, another description. Um, and it's really interesting. So often they, they show the opposite because I think that to get a, a good picture of what gentleness is. And the opposite is unbridled anger, harshness, brutality, self-expression. Because self-expression is the picture of someone who struts and shows off. Um, and, and again, our, our, the book tells us self-centeredness and, and, uh, that, like, that's the, the heart of our, our problem. We, we want to do away with self. Gentleness does away with self because we, we're, we're taking care for others. Gentleness, um, some try, sometimes translates to meekness, not weakness, but meekness, which involves humility, this, this thankfulness toward God, and this polite, restrained behavior toward others. Um, again, instead of anger, uh, the desire for revenge, uh, self-aggrandizement, like uh, making myself bigger, that, that's the opposite of what gentleness is. It takes a strong person to be truly gentle. Might, restraint, humility, and grace. Relying on our own logic, we have no impetus to submit to God's leadership. If we, if we rely on our own survival skills, I got myself here. I don't need God. Human power under human control like, I got this, I'll do this, I'm going to force it, I'm going to take my shoehorn and force my foot into this shoe, whatever it is, is, is like using a half-broken weapon in the hands of a child. Like, we have it, but like it doesn't totally work, and we're causing more damage than help. Gentleness places our strength under God's guidance. Think about that. Our gentleness, when we're able to have the, the spirit, the fruit of the spirit of gentleness, it places our strength under God's guidance. It's a powerful tool for God's kingdom. It's, it's not that half-broken weapon in the hands of children. It, it, it's, it's a powerful tool because it's being guided by God. Gentleness constrains and channels power. To be gentle is to recognize that God's ways and thoughts are high above our own. It tells us that in Isaiah 55, 9. It's to our advantage to have an, a gentle attitude 
toward others, but also toward God. Because God is omniscient. Uh, and we're not. God's, God's all-knowing, all-powerful. Um, it tells us in Job 38, 4, where, you were, where were you when I laid the foundation of the earth? God challenged Job. I wouldn't want to be in that conversation with God. I think that's a losing position. <laughs> um, but God, God flexed a little bit like, hey, where were you when I was laying the foundation of the earth? You weren't here. Um, God, God's been there, does that, knows it, knows it all. How often can we be like that petulant teenager to our parents uh, when we cry? You just don't understand. But you know what? God does understand more than we could possibly we know. Um, that spirit of gentleness, uh, even when uh, we interact with others, will correct others with an easiness instead of arguing in resentment and anger, knowing that that their their salvation is far more important than our pride, than being right. You don't know what you're saying, what you're doing. Gentleness allows us to extend grace uh, to, to those who are struggling, those who are trying to figure it out. We will forgive readily because any offense toward us, anything that someone says toward us, is nothing compared to our offense and our offenses against God. Offenses he's already forgiven, thankfully. Um, that, that shows his gentleness toward us. And, uh, and again, gentleness is the means of giving the right to judge what is best for ourselves or even others. Like, it, it's important to understand God's not as concerned with, with our comfort, our happiness, as he's concerned with our spiritual growth. Gentleness means that we accept that the rain falls on the evil and the just and that God may use ways that we don't like to reach our hearts, that may be uncomfortable, that may challenge us. To live in that spirit of gentleness toward God is to accept God's judgment on people and issues. God's got this. God understands. We tend to think it is gentle to go easy on people and to try to justify actions that God has called sin. Sometimes we do that. Um, let someone continue in sin without, without maybe speaking the truth. But Paul tells us if anyone is caught in a trespass, you who are spiritual, restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness. It means to confront our brothers or sisters in a manner that's in line with Scripture, to be mild, loving, encouraging, and clear about the holiness that God calls us to. Sometimes we need a, a gentle word if we've diverted from the path. A harsh word might make us defensive, might put up our guard, but a, a loving encouraging and gentle word may allow us to see it for what it was. Jesus gave us this perfect picture of gentleness from Matthew 21.5. See, your king comes to you gentle and riding on a donkey. The humility associated with Jesus 
entering into the city of Jerusalem on the back of a donkey, not on a, a stallion, not on an elephant, not on something majestic, but this humble donkey. He came in gentle and he offers us his gentleness as a gift. If we allow the Holy Spirit to lead us, we're going to be filled with this fruit of gentleness. Biblical uh, gentleness involves having a humble heart and being kind toward others. To submit one's strength in this posture of meekness. And it's interesting that gentleness in the New Testament is so often related to wisdom and spiritual growth. When we have this fruit of gentleness, it shows our spiritual growth and maturity. It shows the wisdom that God has put in us. Gentleness is not weakness or lack of conviction. It's, it's quite different than that. We know that only God is good, but to be gentle is to accept hardships, the hardships that God allows in our lives. Gentleness is that inward grace that easily submits our own strength to the will of God's leadership. Gentleness is the spirit and attitude behind our repentance. A gentle heart will accept God's wisdom and yield to his discernment. We have an incredible example in Jesus and his gentleness and how he treated others. We have been treated gently by God more times than we probably care to admit. Um, Know today that one of the fruit of the spirits that we, the fruit of the spirit that we can show to others is gentleness. And in that gentleness, it actually shows our strength. I hope that that encouraged you today, that uh, that picture of gentleness, that meekness and not weakness. Um, I think it's a, another great fruit that we have uh, that we can look forward to the, the spirit working in us. So I thank you for another fruit of the spirit experience. Hopefully gentleness uh, it was, just will be added to uh, what our faith looks like and what how we live out our faith. So thank you so much for coming to Studio RC and listening and uh, being a part of this community. We encourage you, subscribe, like, share, continue to engage in this content so that uh, we can continue to, to just extend our reach to others and how uh, we can spread the message of Recovery Church. And remember, Recovery Church is 12 steps, one goal. God bless, and we'll see you next time for the final installment of our Fruit of the Spirit. Thank you, and we'll see you next time. <music>